suitable song to sing right now it's a little bit of a rub it in the devil's face no 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 never uh-uh not going there anymore devil you done lost that battle you lost that war it's over amen i was just do a song today devil i say we're through you had your chance you made a wreck but i i've given my life to something else now to the lord jesus and he's making something new amen don't you love the lord Amen. It's a wonderful atmosphere in here, and my, I'm looking forward to the preaching. We should just go straight to that. I have to make a few announcements, though, so bear with me. We'll just make a couple announcements for the upcoming things, and then we'll invite Brother Max to come out and, and minister the word to us. Is that all right? Amen. 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 I just want to say about the graduation on Friday, I think everyone who's been invited has, has got their uh, evite, I think it's called that, and or text message and and uh, so if you got that by way of text or by way of email you will have also gotten an update uh, which includes all of the uh, protocols for for COVID-19 um, i.e. wearing a mask and uh, social distancing so please go and read that it's it's in the same way you got your your invitation basically outlining that it is a church function so the same rules that apply here, we have to apply them there as well. So please be prepared to bring a mask with you. Um, and if you aren't unable to wear one any, at any point, please maintain social distancing. Um, we ask that you would uh, please adhere to those and uh, to do, so that we could do our part to do what we can to protect others. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's not to, to try and shut us down, but it's just we want to do what we can. And believe that the Lord will honor that and he'll protect us. And keep us safe from, from anything Satan would want to throw at us. And uh, along those lines, we also want to just give an update on, on Brother Ron Spencer. We've been receiving some text messages and, and, uh, and things. And uh, If you have social media, perhaps you know a little bit about it. But I want to just read a scripture to you first from Philippians chapter 1. It's... it's I was reading it yesterday, and I read it to some brothers, and it just really spoke to me in regards to this. And Philippians 20, verse 1 and verse 28 says, in, in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. Amen. I want to just preface it by saying that we're not terrified. And Brother Ron has been, we know, struggling with... Uh, or I shouldn't say struggling, he's been overcoming cancer. Everything the devil's throwing at him, he's been overcoming by the grace of God. And, uh, and you know, it's been good for us to pray for him. I know he's appreciated. I was texting with him, and he was just so appreciative of all of our prayers. And, and uh, I just want to give another update that it's not just that now. Uh, Satan's throwing COVID into the mix. 
So if you haven't heard that, he also uh, received COVID. He has COVID pneumonia. He was in the hospital, but they've released him back home with some medication. Um, and it's not just him, it's his wife. And about 25 people in their church have been confirmed positive of COVID, so they're shut down for this time. But I want to say that all to say, let's, let's fervently pray for them. You know, let's, let's remember them and bear them one another up. It's not just them here and us here. They're a part of us. Amen. We're a part of the body of Jesus Christ. This isn't just a hit on one church. This is a hit on Christ. Amen. And we need to bear one another up. And, and after saying that scripture in, in Philippians chapter 1, and nothing be terrified, Brother Andrew Spencer writes, and he says, you know, we've climbed over a pile of grenades. The devil's thrown them in our direction. He says, but the dumb devil forgot to pull the pin. He says, because if he pulled the pin, it would just blow up in his face. No weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. He ain't got nothing. Let me say that last part again. I know I said it kind of mundane. But he ain't got nothing. <laughs> the devil doesn't have anything but a little stick. But God's given you a sword. Say, so go get him, boys. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Amen. And let's just remember that in prayer when you would go your way tonight as you pray. Don't just think of it haphazardly, but we need to bear the body of Christ together. There's many needs, and it's, it's serious. The end time's drawing here. Amen. Let's sing that song, actually, as we invite Brother Max. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, come. So we just change the order. Are you looking forward to the word? Amen. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, come. So Sing it one more time. Or even so, come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, come. Even so, you take your pride away. How Be with you. 
I so desire this evening. But Father, you will come, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you for this evening that we can come together again. We thank you, Lord, the Father, you are still the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. That you have not changed, oh God. Father, we just want to bless your name. We just want to worship you, Lord. Father, there's such a presence in this house, Lord, for this evening. And we know that it's nothing but it is you moving among your people, Lord. It is you wooing, oh Father, Lord, upon your people, Lord. It is you drawing us unto you, oh God. And Father, this evening we just want to surrender, Lord. We want to lay everything down, oh Lord. We want to lay down our own thoughts, oh Lord. We want to lay down our own, oh Father, Lord, reasonings, Lord. And we just want to ask you to have your way, oh God. The Father, you will have the preeminence, the Lord, and the service, the Lord. The Father, you will raise us up to where you want us to be, oh God. The Father, your will will be done this evening, Lord. Father, we surrender all to you, Lord. I give myself away to you, oh Lord. Father, there's nothing I can do, oh Lord. There's nothing I can say, Lord. The Lord, help your children, but it's what you have to say, oh Lord. And Father, we ask that tonight you will speak to every heart, Lord. That you will speak to every situation, Lord Jesus. That even at this was prayed a lot that we may live like those from a mouse, Lord, truly, and say that our hearts are father that burn a lot. Father, have your way in Mr. So Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the song service, Lord. But now we ask that you take the word of law and you place it in our hearts this evening, Lord. We just want to give it all to you tonight, the law. May you be glorified, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Pray for me. Amen. Amen. There's such a presence in here this evening. Let God move. Amen. Thank you, brother Mike. Thank you, musicians. Let's take our Bibles this evening and let's open to the book of Ecclesiastes. I want to greet all those that are streaming also and be sure to appreciate the word last Sunday and we trust that the same God will move on us this evening also. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I want to read verse 14 and 15. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to us, no anything taken away, no anything taken from us. And God doeth it, that man should fear before him. That which had been is now, and that which is to be had already been, and God requires that which is past. So we also are open to Hebrews 13, verse 8, very familiar scripture to us all. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to read on the word. You may have your seats. Amen. Tonight we want to speak on that which has been is now. Amen. Our God is the same yesterday, today and forever. Our God has not changed, amen. In the past in the years, our God's power has not diminished, amen. 
But he's the same God today, amen. He's the same God living in our midst tonight, amen. Brother Brown, I'm talking about the angel of the law, speaking about the picture that most of us have in our homes, you know, that was taken to Houston. Brother Brown, will say, you know, and with reverence and with reverence, sincere heart, I believe that that's the same angel of God that led Israel out of Egypt to the promised land in, in, in to the promised land in the natural is leading us to the promised land today in the spiritual. For in my father's house are many mansions. I will go and prepare a place for you. And I believe the angel of the Lord is leading the church today. And it's the same Holy Spirit. And anyone knows the angel of the covenant was Christ. It isn't just to me, friends. I might be counted in with you. But the angel of the Lord is just to me, is to you, all of you. And he's here right now. He's right in the building. I feel that right now I know the angel, the same angel that I'm speaking of is here. Isn't five feet from me right now. And when I meet you at the judgment bar and this night is calling to order, see if I haven't told you the truth. He is here. He is right in here now. And I believe that the angel is right in this building this evening. Amen. You see, if the angel was not five feet from Brother Branham when he read this, I believe that he's not five feet from us this evening. Amen. I believe this is not a quote that we're supposed to put somewhere in July 18 of 1951. But I believe that this quote is well and alive this evening. Amen. I believe this angel is well and alive this evening. Amen. And he's wanting to move and I miss this evening. But you see, the only only way that the angel can move is to be touched by faith. Amen. And this evening it is here to be touched by faith. He's here asking the question, who is going to touch me this evening? Who is wanting me to move this evening? Because the same angel that troubled the water is here this evening. There is a water that has been troubled. There are situations that we need God to move. And God has come here this evening to move in your life, to move in situations. And we are not going to hold back. Yeah. Amen. See, the enemy is talking to the wrong people. He is talking to the bride of Christ. And this bride of Christ is, does not got something. This bride of Christ has got God. This bride of Christ has got the same resurrected Jesus Christ. This bride of Christ is a victorious bride. Hallelujah. The same angel is here this evening. The same angel is here to bring the victory. Amen. See, the same angel that brought healing is the same angel that is here this evening. Amen. Amen. See, God, in his great big picture, in his great plan, amen, right from eternity, he had a purpose and he had a plan. And we all know this, that his purpose and his plan was to show and to manifest his own attributes that were in him. We know that he had an attribute as a father. We know that he had an attribute as a son. We know that he has an attribute which was a God and must be worshipped, amen. And he wanted to manifest all of these attributes. But right from the beginning, we know that this was Elohim and he lived both. 
destroy himself, the self-existent one. Amen. But you see, God was supposed to be God. And the only way that God can become God is to be worshipped. Amen. Because the very word God means an object of worship. Amen. So we know how God created the angels. As Brother Branham will tell us that the angels were the first one that he created. Amen. And that made him God. But from that, God created man. Amen. In his own image. And as he made him in his image, that was in the spirit form. And then it says that he took clay and he formed man. Amen. And as he formed man, he breathed the bread of life on him and he became a living soul. Amen. And as we had on Sunday, as he became a living soul, there was a place that he had ordained for that person to leave him. And that was a garden. There was a garden that he had prepared in the land of Eden. And this garden was the eastward of Eden. Amen. See, God had a place that he wanted to dwell. God had a place where he wanted to have fellowship. God had a place where he wanted to have communion. And we know that that same land is here this evening. And that same land, it is you and I. And God wants to come to this land this evening to have communion with his people. That same God that gave the same power to Adam to speak the word and create him. The same God has come here to save them. He has come to that very same God. He has come to that very same people for them to speak the word. And it was in that land and that garden that he would come in the cool of the evening. And he would come and commune and fellowship with his people. But you see, there was a war that has went on in heaven. And Satan had been cast down on earth. And Satan, as we had on Sunday, was desiring, was desiring this land. He was desiring the place of God. He was desiring the throne upon the heart of man. And so God, in his great, in his great mind and in his great plan, he knew that there was going to be a conflict on earth. He knew that there was going to be a battle. He knew that there was going to be a fight. But you see, God, he is the one who provides. See, there is no way that the enemy is ever going to be, going to be stronger than the creator. Amen. Because that very same Satan, he was created. And there is no way that a created being can ever be stronger than the one that created him. And I want you to know something, that you are a created being. You were in him before the foundation of the world so there is no way that the devil will be able to defeat you because you yourself in this very moment is God sitting down here amen, amen. so brother Branham will say the conflict between God and Satan he said in Eden God knew his enemy and all the attacks of this enemy now God is the infinite God. The infinite God is the perfection of the perfections. He knew all things before they ever was. And therefore, if the infinite God could have looked forward and did, and seen the end from the beginning, and knew that he would have children on this earth, his own blessed children, don't you believe that he will provide for them the best that he could provide? If he knew that you were here, don't you think he's going to provide the best that he can provide? He said, would you tonight, to your children, that was helpless little fellows who can't take care of themselves, 
Don't you struggle and work and do everything that you can to provide the best that you can or able to provide to your children. Because you are a father, a parent. And if that being, what would I say, the trueness and the thoughts of the earthly parent. And parenthood originated in God. Because he was the first parent. Don't you think that God, seeing what Satan will be, what Satan will do, he gave his children and provided for them the best thing that he could provide for them. Knowing that the enemy's attack would be God fortified his children. Amen. And see if God knew that the enemy was coming and he fortified them and eat them. I believe that in Laodicea where he's got his bride, he's going to fortify them again. And see, God is not a God that has to update his weapon. You see, the same weapon that he used in the Garden of Eden is the same weapon that is given to us today. And he goes on to say, now see him, there was going to be a conflict and there was going to be a battle. God equipped his children with the right kind of ammunition. He said the right kind of attack. The right kind of everything that they had need of that would sweep them all the way from Eden to the rapture. He said, what was it? The word. The word. That's what defeats Satan is the word. It'll defeat him anywhere, any place. He said, now, why do we want to substitute something else when we've already got the best thing that there is? The Word. He said, and we find Jesus on earth just to prove this was the best equipment when Satan come in hand-to-hand combat with Jesus. He said, he never just reached over with his power and toyed his hands. He said he just took the same weapon that God gave in the Garden of Eden. His word. And said, it is written. It is written. And he punched him right out of the ring with it. That's right, because it is God's best. And tonight we have God's best. See, if the word defeated him in this garden of Eden, it is the same word that is going to defeat him today. There is nothing better than that. See, John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. You see, if the word was God, and if, the, if God, if the word is what he gave to defeat the enemy, then that means that what he has given to defeat the enemy is nothing but himself. Because the word is himself. The word is God himself. When you take the word, you take God. But you see, the word did not stop just in Eden. But the word in verse 14 says that the word became flesh. In a man called Jesus Christ. 
and he walked on earth and he showed what the word can do. Oh, one time when he was walking down and there was a blind man and he started to cry and say, have mercy on me, thou son of David. He said, have mercy on me. What did that word do? That word turned around and gave him back his sight. And that word kept on walking on earth. But it came a day that the word had to fulfill its purpose. And its purpose was to die on a cross called Calvary. So that we could have life. And the word went all the way to Golgotha. And there was sacrificed. But you see, when it was sacrificed, the life that was in there. Because you see, God is a person. Amen. It's a person in a spirit form. You see, when the blood was laid down from Calvary, see, there was a people that were called. There were people that were chosen, that they were going to receive the very same God that went up unto Calvary. And one day he called the people up in a place in Jerusalem. And there he baptized them with nothing else but the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is nothing but Christ himself. And Christ is nothing else but God himself. And so if you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got that same God lying right within you. And that is the very time that is going to defeat the enemy. That is the very time that is going to slay every sickness. Hallelujah. And he gave them nothing but the word. And now the word became flesh. And now we are called the sons and daughters of God. Amen. And we can see that all that had been in the past, all that has been from the garden of Eden, has now become flesh. Amen. As Solomon said, all that has been is now. The fullness of God that has been is now. It is now when a people call the bride. And it is that she is the one that is called to defeat Satan. Amen. And we know that in this last age he sent down a message. And the message came, and when the message came, the message came not to do anything new, but it came to take us back to the very place where we began. He came to take us back to the very Eden where we were. Amen. He came to take us back to the very garden where the Lord Jesus Christ will come, where the God himself will come and have communion with his people. See, all that we are seeing now is nothing but what has already been. And now she has become the last voice to this last age. But you see, as all that been is now, so it is the same enemy again now also. See, if we've gone back to Eden, see, we're still living on this earth, and there is still an enemy that we're fighting. And you see, if God's way of defeating the enemy is by the word, We've got an enemy also who has got a way of trying to discourage the children of God. And his way is only boy reasoning. See, he hasn't changed his method. He just keeps making you reason with the word. But you see, we have not been called to reason with the word. We have been called to believe the word. See, when it came to Eve, he, he started to make her to start reasoning the word. And he does the same thing today. He come to let you reason the word. 
There are some times you want to go down unto prayer and he'll let you reason away from it. Sometimes you want to read the Bible and he'll let you reason away from it. Why don't you do it tomorrow and then tomorrow he'll make sure that at the very same time you get busy. See, he keeps letting us reason. He hasn't changed his method. When you are sick, he'll come and reason with you. He'll come and tell you, but the doctor said. But the doctor said. But the doctor said. And he keeps reasoning with you. See, his method has not changed. Reasoning and reasoning and reasoning. But we've got a word of prophecy in this last age. That this bride, she is not like Eve. She is not going to reason the word. She is going to take him at his word. Hallelujah. This bride will not reason it away. This bride will cast down every imagination. Because the word speaks about her and it says that she is persuaded that there is no death, that there is no life, there is no any gen on this earth that will be able to separate her from the love that he, she is God in Christ. There is no reason that will separate her away. There is no principality that will separate her away. There is no devil that will separate her away. There is no sickness that will separate her away. Amen. That is the word that has been given to her. See, she's the bride that she has decided that she is not going to let go. She's not going to let go of the hand of, of, of her Savior. She's not going to let go of the hand of her beloved. But she's going to keep walking with him. She's going to keep walking with him. Because he said that even if she walks through the fire, he said that he's going to be there. He said if he goes through the waters, he said it is not going to overflow her. That is the promise that has been given to her. She's going to let go. She's not going to let go of the peace. She's not going to let go of her righteousness. She's not going to let go of her joy. You know, as a matter of fact, she is going back to that joy. As a matter of fact, she is going back to that old-fashioned religion. She is going back to that old shouting religion. Oh, hallelujah. She's going back to that day when all, wasn't some of the daughters of God, wasn't some of the sons of God, but all the sons of God and all the daughters of God shouted for joy. She is going back to that. Hallelujah. I want you to know something, that tonight the devil has not got enough. He just hasn't got enough. God has got enough. The devil hasn't got enough because God has inscribed her name upon the Lamb's Book of Life. And the devil hasn't got enough to rob that name off. He hasn't got enough tonight. But sometimes we give him enough. We give him enough for our time. We give him enough for our bodies. We give him enough for our minds. We are the ones that give him enough. But he hasn't got enough. If he would just stay behind the word. If you just stay fortified behind the word, there is no way he could come near us.
Let us take our time. Let us dedicate it to the Lord. Indeed, we have to work. Indeed, we have to do our school work. But let's stay in that atmosphere. Let's stay in the presence of God. Because there is no way that Satan can come close to that place. Amen. Amen. Because God said that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. If God has given his word, his word shall be forever. He said that there is nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken away from it. And God doeth it. See, this is not something that we are doing. This is not something that we are trying to manufacture. This is something that God is doing. This is something that God is doing. This is a victory that God is bringing. Don't you worry about the trials. Don't you worry about the trouble. God is bringing the victory. It is God that is doing it. It is God that is bringing the overcoming power. It is God that is bringing the deliverance. Amen. You know, there was one time when the word was made flesh in Jesus Christ. You know, the one time he happened that, you know, his great friend Lazarus died. And you see, Lazarus was dead and they called him to come over, you know, to come and, come and heal. You know, he was sick and they asked him to come and heal him. But you see, he kept on walking away. He kept on walking away. And you know, there are some times that we are in trouble. There are some times that we are in need and we call him on his name. But it looks like he's just walking away. But you see, you know why he was walking away? Because God told him to keep walking. God told him to keep walking. You see, when he's walking away, because God was planning to do a greater miracle than what actually the people were expecting. And you might be going into trouble. And I want you to know that God is planning to do a greater miracle than what you are thinking about. See, the people were waiting for him to come and just pray for Lazarus that he may be healed. But God saw a bigger picture. He said, he doesn't need prayer. I want to show these people that I am God. And he said, I'm going to let him die. And I am going to come. And I'm going to raise him up. And he's going to bring you to the lowest. He's going to bring you to the place where there's no more hope. But that's when he's going to show up. And so he kept on walking. And he kept on walking. But then it came a time that I told him the Lazarus is dead. And he said, fine. Well, let's go back and wait and raise him up. And they started their way back. And they walked. And they got there. Now I want you to notice. This is God made flesh. This is God and Jesus Christ. But the Bible said that when he got to the grave of Lazarus, when he saw the weeping and the wailing, the Bible said that Jesus wept. Jesus wept. The Word made flesh wept. And we know that was to prove that he was a man, that he was a Word in a vessel which was a man, and I wept. And I want you to know 
that word is dwelling in you, and sometimes time may be hard, that you will weep, that you will cry. And perhaps some of you are at that stage tonight where you're weeping because there's something wrong in the home. You're weeping because something is not working out just the way you want it to. You're weeping because you've been praying about something that just seems like it's not happening. But you see, he was still the word. He was still the word. And though he wept, but it came a point that he started to recognize that he is the word. He started to recognize his purpose on earth. He started to recognize that he didn't come to the earth to go to a funeral, but he came to the earth to bring life. Hallelujah. And I think it is time for us to start to recognize that there is something in us. There is something that is more than a man that is dwelling in you. And there came a time that he stood up his shoulders and he stood up straight and he said, Lazarus, you come forth. And Lazarus, a man being dead for four days came out of the grave and I want you to know I don't know what situation you're going in but you have a right you have a right you have the same word you are the same Jesus Christ you are his bride you can speak the word you can speak the word and Lazarus will come forth I think we've come to a time for us to awake Jesus in the boat. It's time to awake Jesus in the ship. It's time to put Satan to where he belongs. And Satan's place is under our feet. He's under the sole of the feet of the bride. That is his place. And it is time to awake Jesus that is in the boat. Because there is a seed gene of God that is lying in you. You've got his DNA lying in you. The blood that is flowing through your veins is not just a narrow blood. It is the blood of Christ. Don't you believe the reports of the doctors when they do a blood analysis and tell you all the stuff they tell you, babe? That your sugar is high and that is high and that is high. That is nothing but a lying fantasy. It's time to wake him. It's time to wake Jesus. See, the disciples on that day, you know, when the ship was going. You know, Brother Branham would talk about of how they were testifying about the Lord. You know, how they were praising the Lord and how they were testifying about the great meetings that had happened. And, you know, they were testifying and all of a sudden the enemy came in. See, that which has been is now. See, in the Garden of Eden, they were fellowshipping with the Lord. They were communing with the Lord. But right in there, the enemy came. And it is the time when you are fellowshipping with the Lord. It is the time that when you are rising up in faith, and then the enemy comes. See, that which has been is now. But it's not just the negative picture of it. There is also a positive picture of it, which is now. And so they were testifying, and the enemy came in. Now I want you to notice the attitude of these disciples. See, they started to try to solve the situation. And here is Jesus lying right there in the boat. 
See, these men were men that has been on the sea since they were children. See, they knew how to fight a storm. See, they, they've been doing that all their life. They were fishermen. And when the storm came, they thought, oh, we've got this. We can sort this out. Oh, we can make this well. We, we, we can make this all come all right again. But you see, things started to get harder. The storm started waving and started to rise up harder. And they must have been screaming to one another. Hey, Peter, you go down this way. Hey, John, you do this. Hey, John, you turn the, the, the sail the other way. Hey, Bartolomeo, go down to the front. And see, they were trying to solve the issue. And Jesus was lying in the boat. They had forgotten that the very creator, the very maker of the wind was lying in the boat. And they were trying to solve the situation themselves. But the maker was in the boat. Friends, let's stop trying to solve it ourselves. The maker is in the boat. I think it is time to wake him up, amen. I think it is time to take him at his word. He is in the boat. He is in the ship. And he's waiting to move into action. Amen. He's wanting you to take him out of his word. He's wanting you to wake him up. Friends, don't you think it's not me preaching to you tonight? It's the Lord speaking to all of us. He's speaking to me. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to each and every one of us, saying, Wake me up on the boat. I can calm the storms. He's saying, Wake me up on the boat. See, I like the picture of little children. See, there is something to pay little children. See, if a little child hears a word from the dad, that says to him, in three days, we're going on the moon. That child is going to believe that in three days, we're going on the moon. And as a matter of fact, the next day, he's going to go to school. And he's going to start telling his friends, you know, in two days' time, we're going on the moon. And surely perhaps his friends may say that is not possible. But he said, but daddy said, we're going on to mourn. See, the word of dad was way more than the words of his own friends. The word of dad is worth more than the, the words of his own people that he walks with. And he will believe, regardless of all the things that the friends will say. Even the teacher will come and will try to prove that scientifically they cannot go on the moon in two days' time. But he will say, Daddy said, we're going on the moon. Why? Because when he received a word from Daddy, when Daddy told him we're going on the moon, see, he didn't go to search to see if it is possible to go on the moon or not. See, he didn't go to see, you know, to scientifically prove even three days' time it is possible to go on the moon. He didn't go to see what does it take to go on the moon. He just took the word of God. And he said, if that's how we're going on the moon, we're going on the moon. And as a matter of fact, it comes to a point that he starts to get grieved with the children that are saying that they won't be able to go on the moon. 
As a matter of fact, he started to get grieved with a teacher that is saying that we won't be able to go on the morn. Because he knows that God and he knows that his father told him that they are going on the morn. So he's wondering, why are you saying that I am not going? You are not my dad. My dad said it. So you have no word to say. And I think it is time for us to start grieving with the enemy. It is time for us to start saying, it is not you who said it, it is my dad who said it. So you might as well shut up because we are going. Hallelujah. It is time for us to start being grieved with the word of the doctor. When it's scientifically proved to us that we cannot make it, it's scientifically proved that we've got cancer. Daddy said, we haven't got it. There is a great physician. No wonder he would say, until you become like these little children. Just take him at his word. Friends, let's rise up in faith. You at home, rise up in faith. God is still God. That which had been is now. All the powers that has been, it's now. All the healing that has been, it's now. All the deliverance that has been, it's now. Amen. See, God is not requiring us to have anything new today. He's not asking us to have a new faith. He's not asking us to have a new gospel He's not asking us to have a new Holy Ghost, but it's the same gospel that came not in word only, but it came in power and in the Holy Ghost. That is the same gospel that it is requiring of us. He's not requiring something new. He's requiring the same old ten. Amen. Looking at the time here, we don't want to go too long tonight. Amen. Brother Branham will say, Hebrew chapter 4, Jeffersonville, 1957. You say, if God healed the sick in the Old Testament, He has got to do it in the New Testament and today. See, if he's done it before, he's got to do it in the New Testament, which he has done it, and he's going to do it today. Or he did wrong when he healed back there. He's got to act the same every time, and he will do it. And it said, when the the same face meets the condition. See, he's going to act when the same face meets the condition. See, the angel of the Lord is going to move when your faith touches him. And I believe that tonight there are people who are ready to meet the same faith, who are ready to meet the same condition, who are ready to meet the same promised word of God. Amen. See, he's not requiring, you know, as Solomon will say, that it is, he is requiring that which is of the past. He's requiring the same fate. Amen. Friends, let's lay down our reasoning. If he's requiring the same fate, let's take a little step back this evening. 
Let's go back to the day of Pentecost for a moment. And I want you to stay with me this evening. See, on the day of Pentecost, they were given a promise. See, they were told that they were going to receive the promise that was given to them. They thought it was going to be a great army that was going to come. But it was nothing but the Holy Ghost. And so they were told to go up in the upper room in Jerusalem and wait there. And I want you to notice that they did not go to Judea. Neither did they go to Samaria or go to any other place. But they went to where they were told to go. Amen. Because that was the place that God had ordained to meet with them. And there is a place that God has ordained to meet with you. And that is the place that he wants you to go. And you see, sometimes that place is down on your knees. Sometimes that place is down on your knees right in your room. That is where he wants you to meet, wants to meet you. And when he's talking on your heart to do so, don't go do something else. Go right there because there is where he wants to meet you. Sometimes it is in the worship. When you put a tag in your hands, you put a tag in your heart to raise up your hands. Don't you do something else. Raise up your hands because there is where he wants to meet you. He knows what he's doing. Paul will keep on saying, I think it's in 2 Corinthians 10. He said, I wish to revenge every disobedience with obedience. And you see, these disciples were obedient. They went where they were told to go. If he's putting a tag in your heart to come to the service, come to the service. Because there is where he wants to meet you. And so they obeyed. And they went up on the Rome. And I want you to notice something. The Bible said that when they got there, they were all in one accord, in one place. Friends, that God has not changed. He said that if the faith will meet the same condition, he is obligated to his word. It is not up to us. All we have to do is to believe the word. See, it doesn't matter sometimes to say, but I don't understand it. See, he didn't ask us to understand it. He asked us to believe it. And they got into this place in one accord, in one place. And they were waiting for him to come. And days went by, but they kept on waiting for him to come. Friends, I believe that this evening, if we will get in one accord... We've had the needs that has been mentioned tonight. If we will get in one accord, that same God has not changed. That which had been, it's now. Pentecost that has been, it's now. This message came to restore it back to this point, and it is now. All that is hindering, it is the reasoning. It is going to really happen. Is he really going to come? Am I worthy enough? First, there is the blood. 
Forget about your mistakes. Forget about your wrongs. There is the blood. He is looking through the blood. Stop reasoning. Stop thinking about it. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be the same forever. If tonight we will get in one accord. Brother Brown will come into the meeting. And he'll say if all of us will agree. He said there will not even be one feeble person live this place. Friends, that word is true. And as a matter of fact, in those meetings, when the faith rises and the people start to believe, you hear over the tapes, Brother Branham will say, There go that man rise up from the wheelchair. He'll say, There go that blind man seeing again. Friends, that which had been is now. That message is now. That gospel is now. God is not requiring something new. He's requiring the same faith. I think it is now it's time for the bride to step up in faith. He said, try me. He said it. He said, try me. How many want to try him tonight? He said, try me. See, the enemy doesn't want us to try him. But the enemy wants us to try him, the devil. But the word said, try me. And I want to tonight if there are people who want to try him. If there are people who want to get into one accord. If there are people who want to forget of the mistakes and of whatever have been today and know that this very moment we are sitting in heavenly places. The angel of the Lord is in here this evening. Brother Branham said, he is not five feet away from me. And he's not five feet away from you either. The angel is said is Christ. And as a matter of fact, that angel is so close that it's right in your heart. He's right there, discerning every thought, discerning every intent. And he's waiting to say, are you going to try me tonight? Are you going to get in one accord tonight? I think it is time for the church of the living God to start rising up and fade. I think it is time for us to realize that the God of Moses is still here. That the God of Elijah is still here. Friends, the mantle has done fallen on us. The God of Elijah is here. Friends, we've sung a beta, we've had a beta, but tonight, let's move on to acting a beta. See, friends, Brother Branham will say, what good is for you to have faith without you putting into action? What good is it for us to say, we believe the message without putting it into action? Friends, I am determined tonight to try the Lord. And I'm wondering if there's anyone in here who want to go with me. Who want to try the Lord this evening. Who want to stand in the God for Brother Ron this evening.
Is there anyone in here who want to try the Lord this evening? He is the same God. Pentecost is not a past experience. The book of Acts is not something past. As a matter of fact, we are now writing the same book again. We are writing the same book again. And if we are writing the same book again, I want you to notice that we have a problem. We have the same problem that they had in the book of Acts. There was a man by the name of Peter. He was chosen of God. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. He had received the message of his age. But they had locked him in prison. They had put him in prison. And we know of our brother Caleb. He has believed the message. He's standing for the message. But they have put him in prison. But that night, there were a group of people that said, we are going to stand. They said, if you ever was a God who delivered Daniel from the lion's den, that he's still a God today. And they gathered together, and they were in one faith. They were in one accord. And they started to pray. Friends, they want you to know that that same God is here tonight. Friends, let us not take it lightly tonight. Let us not take it as a Wednesday service. This God is an everyday God. This angel of the Lord is an every service. This angel, he's the same angel that is going to come to the crowd. He's the same angel that is going to come on Sunday. He's the same angel that is going to come on Wednesday. He's the same angel that has been here all the time. And tonight is just saying, you try me. Friends, we have been faced with the same situation. And God is still God. And this is the church of the living God. And I believe that she can rise up in faith. I believe she can stand for Brother Caleb. I believe she can stand for Brother Ron. I believe she can stand for Sister Erica. I believe she can stand for Brother Don Reagan. It is the same angel tonight. He's just asking for one accord. It is not a man that stands. It is God that speaks. We've been in true trouble this week trying to bring this word. And the enemy done everything to stop it from coming. Try to get me to take the word. Try to get me to say it is impossible. Try to get me... But he's defeated. Because the word is gone forth. And if he was trying to stop the word, it's because he knows that to knowing the word is going to hurt him. He knows that to knowing the word is going to defeat him. He knows that to knowing the word is going to bring a change in the life of people. 
And you have been called to be the privileged person to take the sword this evening. You have been called to be the privileged person to defeat the enemy this evening. I want to read you one last quote. It doesn't get anywhere in my nose, but that doesn't matter. Go awake, Jesus, Shreveport. 1963. He said, he is just as great here as he was when he was laying in that ship. He said, he is just as great as he was when he stood in space and created the world. He said, he is just as great as he was with Moses and at the Red Sea. He said, he's as great as he was at the grave of Lazarus. He's as great as he was. Uh, he's as great as he was when he healed the leper, gave sight to the blind. He said he's as great as he was in the day of the Welsh revival. He said he's just as great as he was in any time, and he is here in the ship. He is here in the ship. How many are going to wake Jesus tonight? How many are going to wake him tonight? How many are going to unite in one faith and stand for Brother Caleb? How many are going to unite in one faith and stand for Brother Ron? He promised. He promised. We've had it long enough. Let's get into action now. Let's get into action now. Let us rise on our feet. The musicians come. Let's get into action now tonight, friends. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That same angel is here tonight. The same resurrected Christ is here tonight. What is your need? What is your cry? Start soaring up like the eagle tonight. Start rising up and fading tonight. Stop looking to the left. Stop looking to the right. See, that was the commission that was given to Joshua. You see, when he went to the land, they told him, don't look to the left, don't look to the right. You just keep walking. And anywhere that the sole of your feet will tread, that would I given to you. Friends, are we going to unite tonight? Are we going to meet the same condition that was in the upper room tonight? Friends, he is the same. Cast down every reasoning. Cast down every doubt. God is here to prove that he is still God. Whatever's on your heart, you can play softly. Friends, the time has come. This is the time of the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. Satan has been robbing us and robbing us. It's rob of the health. It's rob of the joy. But tonight you go take it back. One time David came back and they had taken away their wives, taken away their children. 
and he went and he seeked the face of the Lord. And the Lord told him, go, pursue, and recover it all. And tonight, that same God is here. To each one of you is saying, go, pursue, recover it all. Why? You can't hold Brother Ron anymore. He can't keep him bringing attacks to him anymore. It's time for some people to stand up. It's time to rise up. It's time to say we're sick and tired of this. We're sick and tired of you coming all the time. It might have been for a season. But now it's time to say it is over, Satan. It's time to say, Satan, you must go back to hell from when you came. How many will believe this evening? Let's lift our hands to him. Let's bow our heads. Oh, thank you. Dear Jesus. Oh, God, we're not. We just want to call you on the same law. Father, I cannot heal. No one can heal. But you can heal. Lord, your word has gone forth. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. As it was in the upper room, Lord, we're uniting our faith together. You said if we'll meet the same condition, if we'll meet the same faith, you said that you will come. You said wherever two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in your midst. You said if two shall agree concerning anything, Lord. You said whatever we will bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever we will lose shall be loose in heaven. And tonight, Lord, we want to unite and bind this devil, Lord. We want to bind this devil of sickness. We want to bind this devil that is going about like a roaring lion. That is going about trying to devour the servants of yours. Trying to devour homes. Trying to take away children. Father, we are coming in the name of Jesus Christ. Because you said in that name, every knee will have to bow. You said in that name, there is power. You said in that name, there is overcoming power. Father, that is your word. And Father, we're asking you to come and vindicate your word, Lord. It is the same angel, Lord. You've said that we should draw you. And Father, we have come, Lord. Believe in, Lord. And Father, we are claiming our God-given right tonight. And we are praying that you will restore even to our brother Owen Lord the father you will restore everything that has been taken away with the fire Lord the father you will restore to them also Lord father we think of our brother Caleb this evening 
David is the same angel. When they prayed, you sent an angel to that prison. And Father, tonight we are praying. And we're asking you to send the same angel to the prison. And we are believing, Lord, that you will do it. Because you are God. And you have not changed. Lord, we pray that you will glorify your name. For you said that you glorify it again. Lord, may you glorify it again tonight. Lord, you know every need that is in this house, in this building right now. For I pray that you go to us. Father, remember, sister, that was in Memphis, Lord. She prayed and asked for her Elijah to come her way. And Father, the Elijah came to the very place where she needed help. And Father, we pray, Lord, we know that Elijah is here. And we ask, may you go to the very place where the help is needed, Lord. Father, this we ask you. Believe in, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You go believe. You still go tonight. Where your plans is to catch it. Sing that for the mic. There are two roads that you may take, one by side and one by faith. Take the word of God. Take the word of God. For what you see, what you believe. It is what you believe. What will be set your ways to the winds of
Dwayne said it so well the other night. The crow is gonna come and he's gonna sit right on your neck and he's gonna start speaking. But you are the bride of Christ and you know what to do. Just keep climbing higher because there is a place that he cannot reach, there is a line that he cannot cross. And that line is the blood line. And that line is living in here. Friends, he couldn't cross that line in the first exodus. He couldn't cross that line in the second exodus. And he's not going to cross that line in the third exodus. Because that same blood, that same token is living in the bread of Christ tonight. The word said a thousand will come. He said they will come. But he said they, a thousand will fall in the left hand and ten thousand on your right hand. And they will not come nigh thee. But the fact is that they will come. But there is a word of promise that they are not going to come nigh thee. Doubt will come, but there is a promise that it is going to fall by your side. Fear will come, but there is a promise that it will not come night day. Believe it tonight. My hope is in the Lord as we invite Brother Ed to come. Amen. My hope is in the Lord. Put your hope and your trust in Him. This time on, From this time on, when you walk out of this building, let your hope and your trust be in Him. Brother Ed. 
can manufacture anything. Our brother Max was talking about brother Caleb in a prison in China. But we believe the same God that was here in the book of Acts is the same God that was that delivered Peter is the same God that's here now. I don't know how the time or the season, but I believe it's possible. And I believe the same God that could speak when a prophet was here is the same God that's here now. I believe that within us is the power that we need to speak to whatever it is. And all we need is faith to be released. I believe we're living in the greatest hour that has ever been known when God will pull together everything. Now I, I'm, I'm going to stay in that atmosphere. It may not happen tonight, may not happen, but whenever God chooses, it may happen when you're on your way to work. It may happen when you're at home. It may happen when there's trouble, but God is here. And he, the same one that came to destroy the works of the enemy, is the same one that's living in you. There's a brother that shared something with me today. I, I've known the quote many times. There's a message you ever have a chance to listen to and you could play it over and over but it's called the word made flesh it's called the India report and brother Branham talks about himself and how he developed a critical spirit and how he's asking God and and he's talking about what he had to do the place to dwell in where you become so yielded to yourself and he says that power is in the church and he says, that church that will just speak is on its road now. So what do we have to do? Stay in that presence. Stay in that atmosphere. There's another quote that they shared with me today. And it's called, 
in the message, Hear Ye Him. How that God would take someone and positionally place them in the body of Christ. He can say, let me say this right now. You can count me a fanatic, but the very same thing that I'm speaking of will be done. There will be a power put in the church, and it is now coming that the Holy Spirit will so anoint the people till they'll speak the word, and it'll create itself right there. We haven't seen powers like come into that church. We haven't seen powers like coming into the church now. But he says, I know it for a fact. So what does he tell you? Just stay humble. Stay simple. Stay in the Word. I was in prayer, and I just shared it briefly, but I was in prayer the other night, and I was burdened about something. And I'm just bringing it before the Lord, and I'm pleading, and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. Something began to rise up. And I began to speak to that situation. And I said, Satan, you have to cross me before you do anything. Friends, that boldness, that power is in the church now. It's not very far from any one of us right now. Not that I'm anything. He's everything. The same Jesus that walked on the earth is walking in you now. God bless you, Brother Max. Let's stay in that atmosphere. Let's stay in that place where God can move and anything is possible. All things are possible. Amen. I believe that it's God can do anything at any time. Amen. Well, I'm not sure where we should go with the singing here tonight, but um, the original life, the original word. Do you believe it? I believe it. The devil's coming, that crow, that old crow. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Just ignore him. I'm on the business for the king. I don't have nothing to do with you. I'm about my father's business. Just ignore him. Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Let's, let's sing this as we close tonight, and then we'll be dismissed. God's attributes were manifested to his bride in this last age. We have caught the revelation by the last prophet's message. And we know who we are and what we're raised up for. Praise the Lord, the original life, the original life, the original seed, the original word is what I believe. The Son of Man is revealed, the seventh seal is unveiled, the original life, the original seed. We are the Word made flesh today, this what the Scripture says, and our names are seen revealed, and perfect without sin. Yes, we are anointed and inspired by our God, whose original life, the original life, the original seed. 
is what I believe. The Son of Man is revealed. The seventh seal is unveiled. The original life, the original seed, our eyes are He has opened up at last, and sweet victory is ours. Down in the past, he has sounded, and we have responded to our God. Whose original life, the original life, the original seed, the original word is what I believe. The Son of Seal is unveiled, the original life, the original seed. We're going to sing the next verse. Just put it up there. Okay, look at those words. Look at what you're singing about. This is not just to drag out the service and get the last verse. But take these words. The devil would want you to think church is one thing and your everyday life is another thing. They're one and the same. I am here and when I go home, what I have here is going home with me. When I wake up tomorrow, it's with me. When something rises in my home, it's with me. When something happens at the job, it's with me. It's not very far from us. That same God that was with the prophet, he's not very far from any one of you. We're living in this hour. Any day now, friends, there's a pull that's coming in the church. It's going to raise the saints. It's got to happen in here. They without us cannot be made perfect. God reserves something better. Something's going to happen in these bodies. It's going to pull them out of the grave. Amen. Now, can we sing this verse? Are you with me? Amen. Let's sing it. We are called unto adoption, full authority and power. Sleeping saints will wake and join us for this transit, this hour, gentile day. Son of man is revealed, the seven seas. 